Hello, this is Jacqueline Kitzman, and this is the Awakened Tarot Podcast. Hello! So happy to see you all. It, so happy to speak with you all, to perceive you all. I don't know. That's a terrible way to open a podcast anyway. So I have a little bit of a uh, asthma attack or an asthma flare happening because my husband made bacon this morning and then the whole house smelled with smoke and that triggered my asthma. So hopefully Gabriel will be able to get out the majority of my coughs, but we'll see. Uh, so I apologize in advance for that. As far as, you know, things happening in the world, which again, like, this is so important, just like even for collective energy readings, like if you're working with, with collective energy in any capacity, and you don't know what's happening, like in the world that would be causing certain, certain feelings or waves in collective energy, then you're like any of those readings you're doing, they're not going to be super exact. So again, like that's half the reason we talk about current events or what's happening. And the other half is just that like, we should know what's happening to people. We should know what's happening. We just should. Because um, like we live here and people live here and we are here to love people. So, you know, that's why this happens. But I would like you all to know that, yes, there's still a war happening in Ukraine. Um, <clears throat> Ukraine has taken back um, Kherson, uh from Russia this last week. But as you know, like there's still like muscle <laughs> muscle. Russia is still sending missiles over to Ukraine thousands upon thousands of innocent people who are essentially just cannon fodder are dying in Ukraine. You've got people being shipped against their will from Russia to Ukraine to fight who they, you know, like they don't know what they're doing and they're terrified. You've got families on both sides who are fucking scared for their lives. So like, I know this is something that we've been talking about now for several months, but it's still there. It's still happening and it's still good to know about. Roe v. Wade still overturned. However, we are we have kept the Senate. The Democrats have kept the Senate. Um, the essentially the majority of people who vote were the 65 and older generations. And now, you know, obviously, like obviously, as time goes on, we are losing more and more over the 65 plus generation. And we have a huge voter turnout for millennials, for Gen Z, for those generations that are coming out in full swing. And a lot of people within those generations are leaning more and more progressively. So we are seeing, you know, we're seeing things like being able to do things like keeping the Senate, which is hugely important, especially, you know, for an incumbent president to be able to pass laws to protect Roe v. Wade, protect things like student loan forgiveness, you know, making sure that bills get passed that we need to get passed so that people like don't lose their right to uh, same-sex marriage or more of their bodily autonomy rights, right to privacy, healthcare, all of those things like are super, super important. So, of course, just saying go vote. I say this every time is privileged. Um, it's not possible or feasible for some people. It's ableist to say it. It's classist to say it. And considering the like rampant act of voter suppression that happened that that's happening, it's also kind of racist to say just just go vote like if you're not actively engaging and advocating for, if you're not actively giving money or time or volunteering or advocating for people who are working towards ending voter suppression, um, then just saying go vote is problematic in like several different ways. All of that being said, those are the really big things happening in the world right now on a collective scale, things that we should be paying attention to and 
um, you know, the bit of good news is that Democrats were able to keep the Senate. So the card we're talking about today is the Queen of Swords. I have said this about like the last several cards we've done, because I think it's because we're so close to the end. Every time I pull a card, I'm like, I swear to fucking God, we have talked about this card. And I'm sure we've talked about it before, but apparently we have not dissected this card before. So that's where we're at uh, this week. The Queen of Swords, and of course, I'm using the Smith Rider weight deck. The Queen of Swords is a person, they are sitting in a throne. Um, The throne is like concrete looking, and it's got an angel um, engraved under the side. There's um, butterflies, crescent moon sitting back to back, and this butterfly at the bottom. Uh, the the queen here is sitting, um, their robe has these clouds on it, like these fluffy grayish clouds. Their crown is a crown of butterflies. They have one arm extended out um, and one arm holding a sword upright in their hand. The background of this card, <clears throat> so the upper half is a bird. There's no clouds in the upper half. Um, and it's a bird and they're kind of just flying. And then in the lower half of the card, there's a bunch of clouds. Trees are blowing. You know, the entire suit of swords has like imagery of like kind of like wind whipped foliage and ground. But what's interesting here is that the clouds are only on the bottom half of the card and not the top half. And I think that that is significant because once again, Pamela Coleman Smith was a fucking genius and continues to be a fucking genius. So Let's talk about why the symbology is important here. Um, when you're researching the Queen of Wands, or if you're new to tarot when you're looking, like you're going to see like sharp tongue, cunning, boundary setting, harsh, and uh, no, like, no, like the Queen of Swords is someone who is good at communicating because the Suit of Swords is, you know, communication written and verbal. Um, this is someone who is able to set boundaries and be firm, but fair and balanced. And you see that once again in the sword that they're holding. Swords kind of represent this wisdom. They represent clarity. They represent honor and truth. This is the ace that they have in their hand here. Um, this is someone that is, it. The, the sword is perfectly balanced for them. But this queen is literally wearing a crown of butterflies. This is not someone who is harsh and firm and cold and like an iron wall. This is someone whose thoughts are literally butterflies. This is a person who is whimsical and has dreams and they sit on a they sit on a throne engraved with angels and crescent moons and a butterfly. Their cloak is adorned with clouds. They are in the air. This is a very um like this is a queen and a person who is very aesthetically concerned. This is someone who is their thoughts are in the clouds. They have big, whimsical, beautiful, transformative, because that's butterflies, my friends, transformative dreams and thoughts. Their communication is, the way that they speak is poetic and aesthetic and beautiful. They probably write beautiful, gorgeous prose. I feel so much of Emily Dickinson in this card, so much of this beautiful, transformative way of speaking and writing and being and but their words are concise. You can't you're not going to be able to like they're not mincing their words. They're they're saying exactly what they mean. And it is so well thought out and emotional and empathetic. This is someone who can construct laws like this card gives me such 
Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez vibes. Have you ever seen her TikToks or you've seen her lives on Instagram? This is a person who is so concise, so formulated, so put to fucking put together that they can relay very complex, nuanced and complicated um, laws or bills or amendments. And she can express them so clearly to people who are not in politics. Right. She fights and amends bills and 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 fights for her constituents in a way that is sharp tongued, sharp witted. But she does it from a place you can tell she genuinely fucking cares. She is so empathetic towards people, towards humanity, towards her constituents, towards what's coming. She feels so fucking strongly about these things. And she's heart led. She takes the things that she cares about, the things that she sees, her transformative butterfly thoughts. And not like butterfly is in like, we butterflies, but butterfly is in like transformative and meaningful and rebirthed thoughts. And she turns them into to swords of truth, to not just like fighting, but like cutting down the weeds. She makes things clearer. She makes things more articulate. She makes things reachable. She makes them so that we can understand them. She turns them into words. It's so, it's very Emily Dickinson in a way, right? Like this poetic prose that's so easily attainable. That's the queen of swords. This is not a queen who is mean and cruel and sharp-tongued and this kind of this crone lady that we kind of see in our heads when we talk about the queen of swords. This is a person who has amazing, beautiful thoughts, right? Their head is not in the clouds. It's above the clouds. When you're looking at this picture, like their head, the queen's head is not in the clouds. It's above it. It is a clear sky. Their thoughts are not clouded and muddled like a storm. They see the storm and they rise above it. They take the higher road. What did Michelle Obama say when when they go low, we go high? That is the queen of swords. They are someone who is so fucking above it all that they don't even need to muddle in the mess. They're not even concerned with the mess. They're just fucking doing things that are good for themselves and for others because they are clear fucking headed. They have one singular bird, one singular thought in their minds, and that is led by this instinct. Birds are so fucking smart, y'all. Birds are so smart. They like everything they do is based on the seasons, based on the timings of things, based off of what the world or what is happening, you know, biologically in our world. And that is their one thought. Like, what do we need to do? How do we do it? How are we going to get there? Fucking amazing. They are balanced. They are clear headed. They are wise enough to see the mess below them and rise above it. Their words, their thoughts, their feelings are all able to be expressed so clearly and coherently. At their best, the Queen of Swords is someone who who does all of these things. And and they are amazing. They are an amazing person. I've I've had people say, like, oh, you know, like when I say, hey, what court card do you feel like you relate to? You know, it's like a question I'll ask people sometimes and people will say, oh, you know, kind of like the Queen of Swords. And they say it like an apology. And I'm over here like, I yearn. (laughs) I yearn to be the Queen of Swords because they are a person that is so fucking amazing. They have heart and they have mind. They're not they're not like settled into one or the other. They have them both and they use both. They don't shy away from being soft. 
They don't shy away from that softness. They don't see that softness as a fault. They see it as a tool. They see it as this, as a gift. And that is the beauty of the queen of swords. Like, yes, maybe like your words, maybe you have found the ability to be very cutting, to be very firm, to be very uh, concise in the things that you say, but your mind, oh my God, your mind. My friend Ian, who's been on the podcast several times, he's a fan favorite. Uh, he relates himself to the queen of swords all of the time. And like, quite frankly, like he is like, I've never like, he is one of my closest, like he might as well just be like the other half of my heart, quite frankly. But like the way that he speaks is very concise. He says exactly what he means. Unapologetically says exactly what he means. And he says it all from his heart. Like his one goal all, all of the time is to love the people around him and to fight for the people around him and make sure every single person in his life, whether they're acquaintance or not, is safe and heard and advocated for. But you also, like if he crosses a line and you say, hey, like that was kind of hard, she'll go, okay. And he'll take a step back and he'll think about it. Like a beautiful fucking person. A beautiful fucking mentality. The card, the Queen of Swords is one of my favorite cards in the entire tarot. I am nothing like this. I am nothing like this at all. Like, y'all listen to my podcast. I am a bumbling fool. Um, and then I just hope that something I say, like, resonates. I wish that I could be more Queen of Swords and that I'm, I would be more articulative and I didn't say words that didn't exist and I wasn't so, like, bumbling. But that's who I am as a person. I am, I am full Queen of Cups. There's not a lot of, like, thought out. If I was a Queen of Swords person doing this podcast, I would have, like, it would be scripted. It would be more concise. And it's not. And I wish that I was more like that. Because the Queen of Swords is someone who has their fucking shit together. Even when shit is falling apart, they're the person you want there to figure it out. When I'm thinking about the Queen of Swords, Ian is the person I want there. Like, if shit's going to fall apart, I want Ian there. Because he's going to figure it out. And he's going to do it with so much heart. This is a person who is leading and communicating not just with their words and their brains, but with their heart as well. It is this beautiful mixture of water and of air. This is someone who is steam. They are rising, rising, rising. They are their own cloud. They're their own fucking cloud. This was a queen adorned in clouds. They float above it all. They can rain down. They can cover the sun when it's too bright. They can move forward, change shapes to fit situations. Like what a beautiful, beautiful fucking card. You know, at their highest, this is them. At their lowest, this is someone who has a, maybe they say things they don't mean to to hide their feelings to Maybe they they feel so much so hard that to communicate those things would feel like death to them, you know, at, at the like at their lowest vibration or at their at their hardest time. Like that's a queen of swords thing, like someone who either cannot express their feelings or. Or doesn't have a good way to express them so they can't get their heads out of those clouds to pull this card in a reading is an encouragement to express how you feel about something. Don't let your feelings be a weakness. If you feel strongly about something or you're arguing for something and your big argument is, I feel attached to it in some way, that's a fucking good enough reason. In a relationship reading, this could be like, hey, like it seems to me like you have a pretty good balance between communication and feeling, or it could mean, hey, like either like you're not expressing your feelings well enough. And so that's why things are feeling out of balance. Or, hey, you seem to be expressing a lot of emotional, like a lot of emotion, but, you know, like not not a lot of like, hey, here's our way through. Like here's a path forward, but not like communicating it well. The Queen of Swords tells us so many things. 
in a in a job place it's you know if we're doing it and pulling for like in regards to like our career like this is a where do you, what do you feel about this like how do you feel about policies that are happening how do you feel about your position and how could you use those feelings to articulate a way forward a better a better way for yourself the queen of swords affords us and and allows us to be soft to be fluttery to be a cloud and to also be a sword Light is a sword. Swift is a feather. Is that the game? Is that the craft game? Where they like, you, like, light is a feather. Swift is a, no, stiff is a board. Ignore everything I just said. Uh, <laughs> stiff is a sword. This is not very Queen of Swords of me right now. My point being like, the Queen of Swords is a beautiful card and people will shy away from it the same way that people in real life will shy away from a sharp-tongued, business-minded female right? Like it's looked down on to be both a, to be, um, you know, like if you look at this kind of a card and you're, and you're looking at it, and again, I don't like to gender the cards like that's So don't take that as what I'm saying, but like, think about like a businesswoman who is pumping in the office or someone who brings their child to work with them and they're a CEO and they're breastfeeding in office while giving a meeting. Have you seen those news anchors who literally like, just breastfeed their child live on air while they're doing their fucking job. That's Queen of Swords. That is full on soft feeling and sword energy. Have you ever seen a football player come on after they after they've lost a game and they come on and they're talking to their fans and they're crying? But they're talking coherently to their fans about what they did wrong, what they could do better next time and that they they just had fun playing the game, but they're crying. That's Queen of Swords. Have you ever seen someone crying during an argument and they say to their they say to their significant other, I'm not crying because I'm mad. I'm just crying because that's what I do in confrontation. But I, I want to keep having this confrontation, this conversation. That's Queen of Swords. There's a um, influencer that I follow and um, she it's like um, she makes like merch and has a company that supports breastfeeding mothers. It's um I when I was breastfeeding Evie, like I, I read it a lot and she has a shirt that she's made for moms who breastfeed in public or chest feed. I shouldn't just say breastfeed, excuse me. But when they breast or chest feed in public, um, there's this, you know, people will often look weird or you kind of run the risk of people like being cruel to you in a way. And um, they they made this sweatshirt. She made the sweatshirt and it says, use your voice even if it shakes. And that applies, I think, to so much more than just, you know, having to breast or chest feed in public. It's also, you know, um, for anything, I've kept that in my mind. And that's Queen of Swords energy, standing up for yourself, even if your voice shakes. And that if your voice shakes, it's okay. You can stand up for yourself and your voice can shake. I think sometimes we have this idea that to stand up for ourselves, we have to be, we have to be firm and fierce and we don't. We can stand up for ourselves and our voices can shake. And I think that is so much of the medicine that the Queen of Swords brings. They are not just this fierce warrior boundary person. They are also butterfly thoughts and head and 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 a cloud and rising above the mess. They are two crescent moons waxing and waning. They change and 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 become whatever the situation needs. They speak clearly from their heart, even if their voice shakes. And I think that is the beauty of the Queen of Swords. Um, but as we all know, now is the time for me to 
what if I like one day just started playing like Barbara Manity on this podcast? Like just veggie tailed tails it right up. Y'all would be so fucking confused. Some of you who do not know what veggie tails is or never had to watch that as a child listen to the second part of the podcast and you're like now is the time for what fucking what Jacqueline well not all of you were not all of you were raised by uh your (laughs) very religious Lutheran pastor grandfather and forced to watch Betty Tales every Sunday and it shows um the collective energy this week is the reverse world uh the the beautiful energy of this coming week is the the world is kind of a full circle moment um but when we're in the reverse you know something something kind of completes and we're not always fully aware of it so allow yourself like i think the biggest message of this coming week is to allow yourself the space and grace where if something just kind of drops off don't let you don't need to sit there and be fucking confused about it forever like that was a full conversation like I think sometimes like even something as minuscule as sending a text and not getting a response like and then like you worry like why didn't they text back blah 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 like that was a complete thought it's okay it's okay let it just be a complete thought a complete moment or you know break if you if a relationship ends it's okay and it doesn't end the way that you want it to it's okay it's a complete thought you don't have to have the final word you don't have to fight super hard for somebody to understand you it's okay it's a final thought it's a complete moment i think sometimes we hold on so hard to things because this is not the way we wanted it to go or this is great but is there more you know um sometimes things even if they feel un unended sometimes that's just the ending and sometimes that's hard i think for us to grasp because we are binary thinkers we want something to be completely black or white but sometimes things end in the middle or thing or the middle is a complete thought and that is okay that's okay um because not everything is this binary black and white mentality sometimes it really is just kind of this gray okay like that was that was the moment that was the conversation that was the full circle ending and it can be beautiful if we can find a way to kind of grasp at it all of that being said, if you enjoy this podcast, please rate, subscribe, and review. You guys, I want to pie Gabe in the face. I want to pie him in the face so bad. Every time he pisses me off, I think to myself, someday I'm going to pie you in the face with a half-frozen pie, and you're going to spend two hours combing it out of your beard. Sometimes I think those things. <laughs> no, thank you to everyone who has reviewed the podcast. It means the world to me over Spotify and Apple. Like, truly, it makes me giddy. And thank you to everyone who has sent me such kind messages about the podcast, like, Y'all do that and I read them and I try to respond to everybody and I'm just very appreciative of you all. Also, and I want to address this because I haven't, um, I, if you follow me on Instagram and who knows how many like fake accounts there are of me at this point, I'm the only, it's me. I will never reach out to you over your DMs and solicit you for a reading. I won't do it. I am, if nothing else, a very socially anxious person. I will not reach out and annoy people because then I like, I freak out that I have been annoying. So I will not solicit you through your DMs. Um, so if somebody's doing that, like, it's probably not me. Uh, and by probably, I mean, it's definitely not me because of the whole like social social anxiety thing. I just have the one awakened tarot Instagram and pinned on my profile is a little thing that says, hi, hello, it is I, the only awakened tarot account. Also, unfortunately, my account no longer has pictures of my daughter, like literally, oh, like, over hundreds of pictures literally I had to remove from my profile 
of Evangeline um, because scammers keep taking my profile content and posting her picture. So uh, my Instagram currently looks like a bunch of selfies. And unfortunately, um, that's what I have. Um, That's where we're at with that. I do have one personal account that's kept on private and it's just for like family and people like that I grew up with um, that that is on Instagram. But it's a it's a private like just Jacqueline Kitzman and it's private. So if you have tried to add me into my Jacqueline Kitzman account, you should just pop on over to um, Awakened Tarot. That's kind of my more public account. So. Yeah. OK, that's it. That's the end of the podcast. Bye bye.